Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Well, that's terrible news, isn't it? We've gone from yesterday, when no one had really, really heard of this variant, to today, when they're like, oh, actually, surprise, it's in the UK already. Great news. Wonderful. Variant. Um, I have searched long and hard to get its contact details. I do actually have it here with me now, so hello to the Omicron variant. Hi, so um, why, why, why are you doing this to us, Omicron variant? Why have you decided to ruin everything? Highly insightful answer. Well, good, ladies and gentlemen, the Omicron variant. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for coming. Bye. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Take the cray and feel like this on Wizard Radio before that. Swedish House Mafia and The Weekend, Moth to a Flame. <sighs> Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you, you're all right. I, I'm really out of breath. I've I've been outside in the outside world, enjoying the, the sunlight, because by the time I'm finished at five o'clock, that will be gone. It'll be pitch black outside. So I've got my vitamin D for the day, um, but I might have left it slightly later than I should have. And at like 3.01 p.m., I was not sat here where I should be. And I'm a bit, I'm a bit tired. I've got like <laughs> sweat on my forehead. I need like a towel to wipe it off. Uh, so, hi. Uh, that's me. I'm a hot mess right now. Um, but I hope you're, you're not. I hope you're all right. Um, it's Saturday. It's me. I'm live until 5 p.m. I hope you're having a, a lovely afternoon. On the show today, um, a fair few things. I've been very busy in the last couple of weeks. I've done so much. I am so exhausted. And quite frankly, it's a miracle I haven't got COVID off any of it. Touch, touch wood. So far, at least. Um, I've been to a fair bit of live music, so I want to tell you about that this afternoon. Also, if you have not yet seen this clip of the guy on this morning, uh, we need to talk about that before five o'clock. The next big thing that we should all be afraid of before 4 p.m., um, someone very special is switching on some, some Christmas lights and I want to try and cross live to it 
at some point before the end of the show. And I got challenged to a, a race in public this week. I need to tell you about that as well. So lots has been going on, lots to fill you in on, lots to catch you up with. And some alright music as well. Holly Humberstone coming up and Joel Corey and Coldplay and Selena Gomez's song that is coming up next. After I tell you about the best and worst things in the world this week. Here we are, the 27th of November. What's going on? What am I enjoying? What am I very much not enjoying? Not enjoying colds. I am sort of at the, like, the, the back end of the first cold I've had in genuinely about two years. I think, yeah. I was last ill at the end of 2019. And here we are at the end of 2021 almost. And I haven't been ill for basically two years. And it was, you know, I, it, it was one of those colds that was very, very mild. And it didn't really stop me from doing anything. And it wasn't COVID because I did loads of tests and, it's, you know, all that usual stuff. And the symptoms didn't really match. It was just an annoyance. That was it. It was just annoying. And I'm the kind of person that gets really frustrated when I'm ill. Because I'm just, I hate the fact that I don't feel normal. I'm just like... Wow, my nose is slightly blocked. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Why? Why me? I'm so lucky that in my normal day-to-day life, I'm healthy. All that, that's what I start sort of thinking about when I'm ill. I find it really frustrating and get bored. Um, So I didn't enjoy having a minor cold um, for the first time in two years. Uh, It's basically gone now. It's it's lingering a little bit, which is annoying, but it's basically gone. Um, But I forgot what they were like. Pain in the bum. So... Uh, a big a big thumbs down to colds this week um however there have been some some good things in the world some joy some light in the darkness <laughs> of this terrible time to be me uh my bike has been maintained I, I took it in for a service and it's weird you sort of you ride it around and you don't realize that it gets progressively worse and more difficult to use and then they fix it all up for you and they're like well that's going to cost you a lot of money um, I know a couple of months ago I basically refused to pay money, but I came to the conclusion that it does actually need work doing to it, and I had to pay them for it. So I did actually pay them to get it fixed. But it's it's like a new bike. It's probably because it basically is they've changed like anything that moves. Um, but it's a and you you ride it and you're like, wow, this is so fast and efficient. And before I was just riding around on like squishy tires and everything was getting stuck and I was going really slowly. How did I put up with that? Um, and now it's fixed and it's like the best thing in the world more on that after 4pm because um, it did actually help me out a little bit Uh, the other best thing in the world this week uh, is good news for progress good news for the feminist cause good news for women good news for Sweden and that is Sweden has had its first ever female prime minister well done to Sweden I like Sweden I think it's a, a good country. We could learn a thing or two from Sweden. We should be more Swedish. And not just because of, like, Ikea and Volvo and stuff. And so they, they've had their first ever female prime minister for about, I think it was 12 hours. Um, and then um, she left office. <laughs> they, were, they were trying to get, like, a deal through for, like, a, coali- a coalition. And um, they thought they had it. And they're like, yeah, this is the first ever female prime minister of Sweden. And then within about 12 hours, uh, it all collapsed. And she wasn't the Prime Minister anymore. So, um, uh, oh well. Good news for progress, just very briefly. (laughs) And that is what what I'm liking this week. Cold, rubbish, my bike better than it's ever been. And Sweden having a female Prime Minister for a little while. 
Coming up next, I want to tell you about all the live music that I've, I've seen in the last couple of weeks. Very unlike me. Uh, all that to come after Coldplay. Selena Gomez, this is Let Somebody Go on Wizard Radio. Coldplay and Selena Gomez, Let Somebody Go on Wizard Radio. Hello, I'm Alec Feldman. Welcome to my little bit of the radio. Um, thanks for listening. Holly Humberstone is coming up in a second and Joel Corey. I've seen a lot of live music recently, which um, is unusual. It's out of character. If you've been listening to the show for quite a while, been on for like four years, um, my first ever gig, the first ever gig that I went to in my life was at the age of 20. It was in April 2019 and it was busted <laughs> off of the noughties. That, that was my first gig and I was only there basically because I was like looking after my sister and a friend. And that was sort of my first experience of live music. Um, then there were a few gigs that I was like working at that happened in Leeds in that summer. And then, you know, there was a pandemic and blah, blah, blah. And so I haven't seen a great deal of live music really in my time. And yet in the last seven days of my life, I've been to not one, but two gigs. I know. And even better, I didn't pay for either of them. So, haha, yes, get in. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm a massive cheapskate, so that's always always nice. Um, I was working at one of them. There was this big gig last weekend in Birmingham, where it was like loads of different artists all performing in in one place, and I ended up working at it, um, sort of backstage helping out, doing bits and pieces. Um, so I, I went to Birmingham, which I've I've not really been to like Birmingham City Centre before. It's, it's not as horrible as I thought it would be. Actually, kind of nice. Um, and I would like to tell you some very showbiz stories from my time working backstage at this big gig because you know me um i'm always first with all the, the showbiz gossip and i'm a friend to the stars you know me and um me and john cena after i interviewed him that one time we're, we're tight um that time i asked sam fender what his favorite tube line was at the brits you know i'm a friend to the stars me uh so would you like some showbiz stories? Yes, you would. I'm just going to name drop loads because that's how I roll. I'm, I'm a changed man. <laughs> so as soon as I arrived, I was like, right, first things first, um, I need to go to the toilet. I need a wee. So I go to the toilet. And who should wander up next to me at the urinals but Tom Grennan? And I was like, okay, I've been here two minutes and already I'm doing a wee next to Tom Grennan. Um, what a time to be alive. And I was thinking to myself, whilst doing a wee, um, next to Tom Grennan, do I have a sneaky little peep, you know what I mean? Just because how often do you get to do a wee next to Tom Grennan? And I was thinking, I was like, that's kind of weird, isn't it? And like, that is a bit predatory and I probably shouldn't do that, even though I would, would sort of be interested just because you don't get the opportunity every day. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I didn't do that because I'm a respectful human being and not a predator. Um, all I would say is that he's not singing happy birthday when he washes his hands. Not even once, never mind twice. Very, very quick, but at least he does wash his hands. Um, that's that's all I have to report from doing a wee next to Tom Grennan. Um, my next story involves Ollie from Years and Years, who's really cool and might be Doctor Who, apparently. Um and because I was working, they give you free dinner, which is always a lovely treat. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, so I was eating... Not a vegetarian. Oh, what am I? I'm a pescatarian. I eat fish. I was eating some aubergine. And my mate I was with 
was eating steak because that was the, the non-veggie option. And he was trying to eat a steak out of a polystyrene box, which apparently is quite difficult because it was really chewy. And he was trying to cut it up and having great difficulty. And Ollie from years and years walked past and my mate who I was with, who was cutting up his steak, looked Ollie from years and years dead in the eye and said, Hiya, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting up a steak in front of Ollie from years and years. And Ollie from years and years was just like, <laughs> and, and walked past. So again, another great showbiz story about Ollie from years and years and steaks. I'm full of them. And um, my final rock and roll hedonistic story is that after after we'd finished working, I was with some like engineers. Engineers are great people, by the way. If you, if you ever get the chance to befriend an engineer, do it because they are just funny and cool. I was with some engineers after it was all over and they were like, do you want anything to drink? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. Can I please have a cup of tea? And so whilst I was hanging out with some lovely engineers who were all drinking pints after this gig, I was sat there with a mug of tea and they were all laughing at me. How rock and roll am I? You see, I've really changed since I started working at gigs. <laughs> so those are some great showbiz stories from my week. I've also been to another gig this week. In about an hour's time, I'll tell you about that. It was a band who I quite liked about 12 years ago. Find out exactly who in about an hour's time on Wizard Radio right now. This is Holly Humberstone and Friendly Fire. Holly Humberstone and Friendly Fire. This is Wizard Radio. Hello, it's Alec Feldman with you till 5pm. Hi, Paul, it's good. RD is coming up and Joel Corey next. There's this clip. You, you've probably already seen it today, chances are, of a guy who's gone on the TV show this morning, which is like a daytime show in the UK. Phil and Holly do it in the week. Phil and Holly. Uh, and then on a Friday, it's Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond, right? And on a Friday, it was Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond. And they had a guest on. Um, what's he called? The guest is a guy called Barry Humphreys, who's 87 years old, is a comedian, um, best known for playing a character like Dame Edna, somebody who's like a woman with a bright purple wig, basically. Um, and he's gone on uh, this morning to talk about something or other. Dermot and Alison are on the sofa, they're interviewing him. Uh, instead of Phil and Holly, because it's a Friday. Now, Phil and Holly, aka Philip Schofield, who, I think it was like the beginning of 2020, after being on TV for like forever, came out and was like, I'm I'm not who you think I am, I'm gay. And everyone was like, oh my God, wow, like congratulations for doing that. Right, that was beginning of last year. Fast forward to yesterday. This happens on the TV show this morning. I want to congratulate you, by the way, seriously, on oh. your courage. <laughs> Last year, no, no, when he came out and told us about his sexuality. <laughs> and, no, no, because I think a lot of people respected you for that. Thank you. I'll pass, I I'll think pass they did. that on to the gentleman who's here from Monday the first day. It's what? Uh, don't worry, your memory is crystal clear. <laughs> Oh man, that is too funny. So what's happened is Barry Humphreys, the comedian, has he's got Philip Schofield and Dermot O'Leary mixed up. He thinks he's talking to Schofield. He's actually talking to Dermot. And 
they're all too polite to tell him, which I think is really sweet, actually. They're not, they're not like, uh, oh, actually, that's the other guy. They're just like, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, Alison Hammond is just completely losing it. Um, <laughs> but Dermot's being very like, oh, yeah, well, th thank you. Um, anyway, moving on. He doesn't have it in him to tell him that he's got the wrong guy, which is sweet. His face as well. He's like, I, I, uh, the guy, Barry, he's like, why, why is everyone laughing? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Barry Humphrey, but really funny. TV moment of the year, definitely. Um, and so that has inspired a question. I'd like to put this to you this afternoon. Has anyone ever thought you are someone that you're not? Like that guy, Barry Humphreys, talking to Dermot O'Leary as if he's actually Philip Schofield. Won't hear otherwise. Dermot's just like going along with it, mostly. That exact situation, has it ever happened to you? People thinking you're someone, you're actually not that person, but they just keep talking to you as if you are, and you just have to go with it. Um, I don't think it's happened to me, but other people have had it happen to them with me. As in, other people have told me that they've had conversations with people who thought they were me. And so, like, my my mate Ed, somebody had a conversation, a full-on conversation with him, thinking Ed was me. And he basically just had to go along with it and be like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course I'm Alec, yeah, great. Um, but he wasn't. So I've been the victim of an identity fraud. But have you ever had to commit the identity fraud? And just go along with it to make everybody's life easy and stop it being really awkward when someone's thought you're someone else stories please that is what this show is all about so please send me your stories i will read as many out as i can my number is 07807 183 538 just send them in like a, a message 07807 183 538 you can tweet me as well or on the instagram dms it's at whiz radio or if you prefer to send an email station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email address has anyone ever thought that you're someone you're not and you've had to go along with it if you can answer that please get in touch with me i'll read as many as i can out after rd announces joel Corey and mabel on wizard radio alec feldman on wizard radio Mediocre broadcasting since 2017. RD and Flowers on Wizard Radio. Second song in about two years to sample um, Sweet Female Attitude. Before that, Joel Corey and Mabel with I Wish. Hello, I'm Alec Feldman and I'll play you Craig David and Peach in a minute. Uh, we're talking about that clip that's gone viral from this morning on UK telly um, where a man thought Dermot O'Leary was Philip Schofield and basically congratulated him really really kindly really sweetly for for coming out last year have a listen to the chaos that unfolds here i want to congratulate you by the way seriously on oh. your cu courage <laughs> last, year, last year no no when he came out and told us about his sexuality <laughs> and, no no because i think a lot of people respected you for that thank you i'll pass I I'll think pass they did. That on to the gentleman who's here from Monday to Thursday. It's what? Uh, don't worry, your memory. <laughs> it's just the funniest moment to be on TV for a very long time. The the laughter, the way they just go along with it, the the fact that it's even happening. I was wondering, was he was he was being deadly serious, wasn't he? He wasn't doing it as like a a joke where he was 
acting really serious, but he knew it. That, like, that was genuinely just him getting a bit confused, right? I think so, but either way, comedy gold. And I just wanted to know if you've ever had to pretend to be someone that you're not because someone has thought you were them. Uh, Ollie has been on. He says, there have been a few occasions with me and my sister where people get us mixed up. Yeah, I know. I'm a guy. My sister is not. But because her name is Alex, people sometimes think I'm her and they assume that Alex is the brother, even though my name is Ollie and Ollie wouldn't be the sister. We went to our cousin's birthday party a few years ago. And you know those family events where you don't actually know most of the people there? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the amount of conversations I had with people where they'd call me Alex and I just had to go along with it because I didn't want to embarrass them. I mean, to be fair, I get called Alex at a lot of my family gatherings as well. <laughs> I can relate to you on that one, but not because that's my sister's name. Um, that's a weird... What, what are they calling... So what are they calling Alex? If they're calling you, Ollie, the boy, Alex, sure, because they don't, they can't think that she's Ollie, because you've just said, like, it's, it's a, Ollie is not really a unisex name, whereas Alex can be. That's, that's weird. That is very strange. It also shows how, how well your family know you. If they are, they're not even, like, getting your name slightly wrong. They're just completely changing it. That's weird. Um, but, yeah, it gets to the point, doesn't it, where you just, it's been going on too long and you can't correct people. Unless you do it that first time, then that's it. You're Alex forever. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. Craig says, I've made the mistake of thinking someone was someone else. It went very wrong. Oh, here we go. Right. Tell us what happened, Craig. He says, me and my best friend have this game where <laughs> we sneak up on each other and slap each other from behind. So it comes as a surprise. Um, I was at school. I saw someone I was sure was my best friend walking down the corridor by themselves. So I snuck up on them and whacked him round the face from behind. And guess what? My luck had run out. It was a complete stranger. He was too hurt to actually hurt me back. So I just got a detention for basically hitting a random stranger, which is fair enough. He was too hurt. How hard did you hit him? <laughs> That's such a cruel game. He couldn't even hit you back because you'd injured him that much. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right to accept that detection. It's always a dangerous game, stuff like this. It does happen all the time. When when you're the kind of person that's, I don't know, their like, number one prank is just jumping, up out, jumping out on someone, that's bound to go wrong eventually. It's inevitable. It just will. Um, I was very relieved, though, when you said that when you, when you, hit, when you slap each other from behind... You're slapping their face and not, like, their butt. Because that could go horribly wrong. That could land you in, in court, probably. It's very much frowned upon. Um, so I'm glad that it's just face slapping. At least it could be a whole lot worse. Hi to Elena, who says, The number of times I've been misidentified as Anna from Love Island is crazy. We've got the same hair, same ethnicity, so we do kind of look alike. But if I ever go out with my friends... Most of the time, somebody will come up to me asking if I'm her. And occasionally, I go, yeah, I am actually, because why not? I quite like feeling like a celebrity every now and again. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen this series of Love Island. Who am I kidding? I've not seen any series of Love Island. But yeah, if you can pretend to be that person, then go for it. I bet you get a load of free drinks. So milk that one for all it's worth. Absolutely say yes. 
<laughs> that's a good one. Um, right, I think that's where we'll wrap this one up for today. Thank you for your messages very much. Coming up next, the next thing that we should all fear, and no, it's not the Omicron variant. I'll tell you what it is, though, after Craig David and M&EK. This is Who You Are on Wizard Radio. It's Wizard Radio. That is Craig David, my favourite ever human being. The GOAT, the greatest of all time. With M&EK, Who You Are, this is Wizard Radio. Hi, I'm Alec Feldman. Coming up, Peach, and then we'll do What's Going On before 4pm. But now, um, it's time for the semi-regular panic slot of the program where i tell you something that you should be panicking about because we should all be very fearful i previously we've panicked together about the australian flu (laughs) that's funny when you think about it we were worrying about australian flu in 2019 we never gave any thought to covid did we yeah um so we panicked about the australian flu we've panicked about murder hornets and now it's time to panic about wild hogs. Never mind this new COVID variant that everyone's getting in a flap about this weekend. That will be nothing compared to what happens if the wild hogs take over the world. And I know that sounds a bit far-fetched. Um, and you think, well, what do you want about, Alec? Why would wild hogs take over the world? It's already happening before our eyes. It's happening in Europe. It's happening in America. It's it's happening. It's being called the swine bomb. <laughs> um, and all these wild boars basically are breeding and they're all over the place. Can I give you an alarming statistic? I think I'd better just to highlight the severity of this situation. Um, in America, there are currently... Um, 38 different states out of 50, I think it is, where there are feral hogs running around. Six million of them in America, just running around, tearing up lawns, tormenting neighborhoods, running riot, causing billions of dollars worth of damage. Um, they're just angry. They're angry and they run around and they break things and they attack people and we should be very scared. Because if you saw what these guys could do, and it's not just in America, it's happening in Europe as well. In Barcelona, it's happening. Thousands of phone calls to the police about these wild boars. Even Shakira, you know Shakira, off of Shakira Shakira, was in Spain and two boars mugged her. Shakira got mugged by wild boars. She was attacked and they destroyed her possessions. This is real. This is happening. If it's happening to Shakira, it could happen to any of us. And that is why we should all be very, very afraid. And um, it's happening. It's real. They just breed really quickly. They destroy crops. Wherever they go, they can just establish themselves really quickly. And that is why we should be very worried because this will get out of hand quickly. And once it's out of hand... There's no way of controlling it. There is no number of hog roasts we can have to protect ourselves once this gets out of control. So, prepare now. Boar-proof your house. Hog-proof your house. Take all the preparations necessary. Maybe start eating more bacon. I don't know what it'll take, but we need to see off the threat posed by wild boars before it's too late. 
because we will regret it. When we're serving our wild boar overlords, we will think, oh, I wish I'd listened to Alec when he was warning us about all the wild boars and hogs. So heed my warnings now, people, before it's too late. The wild hogs are coming. The swine bomb is here. And that is what we should all be panicking about today. Thank you very much. This is Peach Heavy. What's going on next? Peach Heavy on Wizard Radio. It's Saturday afternoon. My name is Alec Feldman. Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it very much. Uh, lovely to be on. See, I told you. I told you it'd be dark by the end of the show. Here we are. 3.56pm UK time. We're getting there. That's really miserable. I hate the winter computer. Anyway, I'm rambling. It's time play a game of this what's going on what's going on i've got a brand new round for you this week you can play along at home you can have a laugh you can stretch your brain and use your imagination to be creative it's all about that this is how what's going on works if you've somehow managed to never ever heard it in your never ever hear it in your life before i'm gonna play you a clip of something happening the clip doesn't really explain within it what's happening in it does that make that doesn't make any sense you know what I mean? i'm gonna play you the clip the clip is completely removed from context you have to guess what is actually happening in the clip based purely on what you can hear that's that's basically the general gist of the game you don't have to get it right we sort of don't play for right answers we play for the process it's about the journey not the destination the important thing is that we all have a nice time and we have a bit of a laugh doing it so that's how it works can send me a guess in a minute it is now time to hear for the first time today this week's clip so a lot of background noise there a lot of what would you call it? Ambiance. Uh, or ambience in the non-French accent. There's a lot of am- uh, ambience. There is some sort of noises. I don't know what they are. It's like sort of hitting noises that you can hear. And you can hear a man go. So he says like, are you okay? Or something. And then you can hear an announcement which isn't in English. It might be in French. I'd need to hear it again to be sure. But... Uh, um, yeah, somebody speaks in French. Somebody says, are you okay, in English. There's a lot of ambience and some sort of crashing about noises. What on earth is, is that? Any ideas? Is there anything sort of coming to mind based off what you've heard? Let's have another listen. You can try and visualise it again. I think that is French, you know. So it's French. And also, the thing I missed on the first time I was sort of describing it, there are a lot of gasps. There's, like, people there who are kind of going, you can hear that quite a lot. So, have you got any idea what might be happening there? All suggestions are welcome. Send them to this number. 07807 183 That's 07807 183 538. You can email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. You can tweet or DM at wizardradio on the Twitters and the Instagrams. 
If you've got a suggestion for what's going on today, it doesn't have to be right, it just has to be funny. 07807183538. What is the explanation for what you heard in that clip that I've just played you? If you've got an idea, send it my way. We'll read out the best answers and see if anybody gets it right before the show ends at 5pm. Next, someone very special is doing a Christmas light switch on today. I want to try and cross live to it in a minute. I'll play Baby Queen as well and Olivia Rodrigo, but now it's 4 p.m. Here's the latest. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio, uh, coming up in a second, uh, I want to talk about a man who challenged me to a game in public. But first, uh, mentioned earlier, I've been to a lot of live music this week. I saw a load of people playing live in Birmingham. Uh, I saw Rag and Bone Man, years and years, Tom Gray, loads of cool people. Um, but also I went to another gig this week. Uh, not necessarily a gig you'd expect me to be at. Uh, maybe you would, I don't know. I mean, you know what, given my first ever gig was the Busted Reunion, you actually probably would expect me to be at this one. It was the JLS Tour. I went to the JLS Tour. It came to Manchester this week. And I, I got to go to it. Um... Which is quite cool. It was like someone, it was a friend of mine, they were like, oh, I've got like a, a spare ticket to JLS, do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, go on then. Why not? It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. It'll be nice to see a band I sort of grew up with live. It was, it was interesting. I wasn't wrong. It was an interesting experience. Manchester Arena is huge. Like, tens of thousands of people can fit in there. And yet, despite that, I think I might have been the only straight man at the gig. Um, everybody else were, there were girls, basically. There weren't many men at all. So, genuinely, the only straight man at a JLS gig. Um, no shame in that. I, you know, I like JLS, they had some tunes. Um, but I would like to present to you a, a sort of a gig review, I guess. Like I'm in the NME or some cool music publication. Except, I'm reviewing a JLS gig, so just bear that in mind. But, here are my thoughts, right? Because I've, I've been to this kind of thing before. When I went to Busted, I was like, okay, these guys, they know what they're doing. They're kind of interspersing, like, the, the songs they sort of want to play you. You know, like, their new songs and their album tracks with just enough of the big hitters that you're not getting bored. Like, they, they, what they did was a couple of the big ones, the ones, you know, you know, Year 3000 or Crash the Wedding. And then they'd be like, oh, by the way, guys, hope you don't mind. We just want to play you one of our new songs. Or like, oh, by the way, guys, this was just off one of our albums. Really like it. Busted were really good at doing that. But um, JLS, I I don't think they were, to be quite honest. Um, so they, they come out. The beginning is quite cool, to be fair. So uh, the lights obviously go dark. I hope this isn't spoiling it if you're going to see JLS in the future. Lights go dark. And then all of a sudden there's like a bang. And there's a cloud of smoke. And then from that, each member of the band just pops up. And it's like, oh, wow, look, there they are. Aston, Marvin, Arishay, JB, they've just appeared. And that was good. Um, and they they come out to the song The Club Is Alive. I don't know if you remember the song The Club Is Alive by JLS. It samples The Sound of Music. Um, it was an interesting decision on their part. I wouldn't say it was one of their best ever songs, but oh well. But, you know, it was just the first song. That's what they come out to. Then after that, they, they go into One Shot. Again, it was it's all right, um, and obviously, it's a gig. There's like loads of talky bits in between, and 
I'll tell you what, they know what they're doing. They know their audience, because like I said, the audience was 99.9% women, you know, like I said. I was sort of the only the only guy there <laughs> in a sea of all these women and they're so good at like milking that whole oh hey yeah we're a cute boy bun that used to fancy thing like they do that thing where they walk up to the edge of the stage and they're like look out into the crowd and they're like point at people and be like hey oh hey oh hi like wave at people and people are just swooning and passing out and being like oh my god it's JLS oh my god Aston just winked he did do a backflip bun Way. I know that's what he's na- known for. He did a backflip on the stage. Um, he still got it. And they were like pointing at the crowd. Everyone was swooning. But then it got to the middle of the gig. And basically, they were they were talking a lot about like the early days of JLS and their first album. And they were like, hey, Aston, I want to play a song from our first album. Which one should we play? Hmm, how about this one? No, no, not that one. How about this one? Oh, maybe that one. And having this sort of like banter on stage, they decided what to play. And in the middle bit, they basically just played a load of album tracks from their first album. That I'll be honest, I don't know. I'm not a true JLS fan. I'm ashamed to admit. So I didn't know a lot of the songs. And it was during that bit that I was like, "Hang on a minute, it's getting a bit late here. Uh, maybe I'd better get to bed." And so I did the unthinkable, and I left a JLS gig midway through. In fairness, if I'd paid to be there, I probably would have stayed to the end because I like getting my money's worth, but my mate just gave me like their spare ticket, which was very nice of them, and they were kind of like, yeah, I'm over it as well. So um, I might have left JLS in the middle, which means I never actually got to see the big songs. <laughs> I never got to see Beat Again. I never got to see Everybody in Love, and I, I think I did get to see their Children in Need song. Uh, so at least, was it Comic Relief? I think it was Comic Relief. I never got to hear... What's the other one? I really like Hottest Girl in the World by JLS. Never got to hear that one either. So basically, I, I went to see JLS Live and didn't see all of the songs that I'd gone to see because I left early like a loser. So, um, JLS at the Manchester Arena, I would like to give two out of five stars. <laughs> Is that really harsh? And so what I thought I'd do now, because I didn't actually get to see this song when I was at the gig, let's play... The song I went to get to see, well, one of them, and let's play JLS on Wizard Radio right now, because why not? This is Everybody in Love. Enjoy. Oh, there we go. See, it's the song I never got to see performed live because I left early, but that was almost as good. JLS, um, a boy band off of the noughties with Everybody in Love on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. Hi. Um... Coming up, I'll play you the new Taylor Swift song with Phoebe Bridges. I'll play Beat Freaks and Medusa. Got a new song out with Hosier. We'll do What's Going On Before the End. There's lots coming up in the next 30 minutes, basically. So don't don't tap out just yet. Next, though. I got my bike sort of done up this week. I mentioned this at the start of the show. It needed a bit of love and maintenance. And, and I've been putting it off. And I've been trying to get away with not doing it. And I eventually realised that I probably had to spend the money and get it fixed. So I was without it for a week. I missed it very much. I had to use public transport and Ubers and I hate that because it costs money and I'm a cheapskate, as you know. I like saving money, so it was very upsetting. So I got it back. And the first morning I was riding it out again, I get up quite early. This is like very early in the morning. Sun's not even up yet and I'm going, I'm riding around. I'm going to to work, if you must know, uh, pre 5am. No, just at about 5am. I, I work weird hours. Anyway, 
and I'm cycling down. The road's basically empty, and it's dark, and it's cold, and I'm cycling on my newly zhuzhed up bike. And there's another guy also riding a bike, and he's riding like, I'm riding on the left-hand side of the road. He's riding in the middle of the road. He's going quite slowly. So I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just like undertake him, go around him, and get where I'm going quicker. But then as I'm going past him, he's like, oh, mate, mate, I'll race you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, then. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can keep up with you. He's like, yeah, yeah, go on then, mate. And so as I'm overtaking him, he's challenged me to a race. And I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this, but go on then. And so he then speeds up and he overtakes me. I'm like, oh, no, he's too fast. But then I remember that my bike, my bike's been like, fixed it's good as new and i should stress as well that i'm a very safe cyclist and there were you know there weren't other cars around and i was paying close attention to where i was going and not being stupid about it but i was like i mean this guy's cycling in the middle of the road so if anything he was the one in danger but i was like well i can i can overtake this guy easily so just because i i sort of wanted to make a point i like sped up on my bike and just went straight past him and i was like hey you see i can do it and he's like oh well done mate you've won and uh, <laughs> that was it. And I cycled on ahead and he lagged behind and that was that. And I think at the end of the road, I went straight on. He turned left. And that was the end of our our beautiful race and our friendship together. I thought that was a bit weird. This has never happened to me before. Like <laughs> a, a random stranger just challenged me to a race who I've never met before. And I've beaten him, which, which was quite nice. And so this is this is a bit of a niche question. I don't know if anyone will have any answers to this. You you could be the one person who has an answer to this. So listen carefully in case it's you. And if it is you, you have to tell me because that's the rules. Have you ever played a game with a stranger in public? That that sounds like such a weird question, but I I feel like some people must have answers. If it's happened to me, chances are it's happened to other people too. I had a, a bike race on a, my bicycle with a, a strange man. What about you? Have you played tag, maybe? Bulldog? Connect 4? Chess? I don't know. Have you ever played some kind of game with a competitive element against someone you've never met before who's just, like, challenged you to it randomly? Obviously not at, like, a, a tournament. I'm talking unofficially, you know, on the streets. Um, like I said, niche question. Don't know if we'll get anything, but you never know. So I want to throw it open to you. If you have ever been challenged to play a game with a stranger in a public place for no apparent reason, please get in touch with me. My number, 07807-183-538. It's at WizRadio on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you want to email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Thank you very much. Have you ever been challenged to play a game with a stranger in public if you've got an answer to that send it my way and we'll find out if anyone has or whether i've asked an unanswerable question <laughs> so stick around for that either way now i've been doing the show for over four years it's been a long time and i always keep a list of everyone i've ever done a 60 second guide to and when i saw that there was a new taylor swift song to play i was like i bet i've done a 60 second guide to taylor swift before and I looked on the list, and according to the list, I haven't. Now, that surprised me a bit. It might be that the list is wrong. But assuming the list isn't wrong, I've prepared one. So I can tell you loads of completely true 
definitely not made up facts about Taylor Swift via the medium of 60 Second Guide. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 Second Guide. Taylor Swift, brackets, Taylor's version, is the reproduced version of Taylor Swift. The original Taylor Swift was born in 1989, but the rights to her image, persona, past and future were sold a few years ago to Scooter Braun. Now, for reasons for no one can quite remember, but Taylor and Scooter don't get on. And so naturally she was furious and she refused to basically do anything for two years just to stop Scooter making any money off her. However, she's now back with a vengeance. She's making up for lost time. And she's doing that by reliving her life from start, from the start up to right now. Literally everything she's ever been photographed doing from birth onwards, she will recreate. But this time, it'll be Taylor's version. And when she, uh, so she has all the rights to it. When she's not recreating and re-recording her entire life, Taylor can be uh, found sitting on the fence about politics and political matters, especially American politicians. Does she agree with a lot of her right-wing fans from the Deep South who have been there since day one, or does she think they're idiots? Is she now a passionate advocate for rights and equality for all? Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Uh, She's got got a string of of famous exes as well. They include Calvin Harris and Niall Horan and Sir Captain... Tom Moore, and that is Taylor Swift in Sick. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Beat Freaks, Ray, Russ Millions, and we want Ray. That is money calling. And before that, Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridges with nothing new. Just a bit of uh, breaking Hanforth Parish Council news. I know I brought you an update earlier. We went live for their Christmas light switch on featuring Jackie Weaver. Somebody I follow on Instagram is actually there. They've put a picture up of their on their story. Jackie Weaver is there. She hasn't got security. She is being absolutely mobbed by kids. They love her. So that is uh, the breaking news from Handforth. Now, back to strangers inviting you to play games with them, which is very niche, but it happened to me this week. A man on my on a bike, like a you know, a pedal bike. Um, wanted to race me down the road and I beat him so happy days and I wasn't sure whether we'd get anything on this but we have we've had a couple so I'm happy I'd call that a job well done Uh, going first to David who says I was walking home from school once pre-covid and I was walking up the road on the left hand side there was a guy walking on the right hand side so like across the road I used to see him walking up the road occasionally. We'd never spoken before, but he didn't feel like a complete stranger. I've never seen him since that day, and you're about to find out why. One day, he shouted across the road at me, Oi, I'll race you up the road! And so, we started running and running. He was pretty fast, uh, so he was ahead. Then I noticed he was running across the road to get to my side. It was at that point... He tripped me up, mugged me, and ran away. And he took my phone and then left. Oh, no. no. That's a horrible ending to the story. That's so mean. Like, you saw him all this time. And then, like, every day, you thought you you trusted him. You walk past him every day. And then he goes and does something like that to you. That is horrible. That's so cruel. (laughs) It's a cruel world out there. But also, what a comical way to get mugged. That's genius. They're getting more creative, you know, these criminals. I didn't realise, was was that... So this this bike race guy, was he trying to mug me? How does it work? Was Did he just fail because I was genuinely faster than him? What's the issue? I don't know. I, I didn't really think of that. Interesting. 
Uh, Isabel says, I was on holiday with my family a few years ago. We were at a restaurant that had board games. So my dad, he pulls out this chess board. We started playing a game that definitely wasn't chess. We basically just made up the rules. We were going, making up as we went along. We used the chessboard and the pieces though. It is important to say, these were tables of two. I was there with my dad, but at some point he went to the toilet. A man, a random man came, sat down next to me, reset the pieces for a game of chess, and then started playing a game with me. He was Italian, he didn't speak any English. So I couldn't explain that I don't actually know the rules. He got frustrated after a few minutes and walked away, but it was so weird. <laughs> you know what I think that is? Have you seen the Queen's Gambit? And what people do sometimes, in places where there's chessboards, in like Russia there are parks with chessboards, and you could, or, or there, at least there, there were in like the, the communist era. And so you'd, you'd go and sit down, you'd set up your chess pieces, and then just wait for someone to come along and sit down and play with you. And people just do this all the time with strangers. So maybe that's what he thought was happening. He was like, ah, this girl wants to play chess. I'll go and join her. And she's waiting for a new game. And then, obviously, the language barrier and the fact that you couldn't play chess slightly got in the way. But I think I think that's what was happening. He just thought you were, like, waiting for someone to come and play with you. Like in the Queen's Gambit. But that's funny. Um, I'm glad to know as well that he didn't mug you at the end. Um, the world isn't as horrible as I thought it might be. <laughs> Still not over that story from David, but thank you very much. I, you see, I'm, I'm pleased we got something on that. I wasn't sure. That is a big relief. Right. Next, something we have got things on for, for sure. It's what's going on. We'll get all the answers on that in a second. After a new song by Medusa and Hosier. This is Tell It To My Heart, it's Wizard Radio. Medusa and Hosier with Tell It To My Heart on Wizard Radio. Medusa, you can never accuse of being inconsistent. So, <laughs> well done then. Lil Nas X is coming up next after we get the answers on this. What's going on? We do this every Saturday, a little clip. You just have to guess what is happening in the clip that I've removed completely from all context. That's how it goes. This week's clip sounded a little bit like this. So there's some, a lot of background noise. There's some people gasping. There's a guy that says, excuse me, sir, are you okay? There's a bit of speaking in a foreign language. And some crashing around and bangs and stuff. What do you think is happening there? Has anybody got any guesses? Sean. We'll go to Sean first. He says, um, this isn't a recording of the Salisbury train crash from a few weeks ago, is it, Alec? That's in very bad taste. Also, on a similar note, why does everything bad happen in Salisbury? I've never heard of the place a few years ago. Now they have Novichok poisoning and a train crash. Oh, come on. Do you really, do you really think that low of me, Sean? that you think I'd play you a train crash on what's going on. I'm not that horrible. And I should add that nobody was hurt. That's most important. Um, everyone was fine in that train crash. Um, but, um, wait, I think they were, weren't they? I, I'll, I, I'm 99% sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it's not a recording of a train crash. Although, um, you might not be a million miles off. That's one of my what's going on catchphrases. There is a train involved, I can tell you that. But that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, Zach says, This is a video of two people playing air hockey, but on the floor of a train. You can sort of imagine it. The puck is sliding across the floor. They're knocking it back and forth to each other. 
using things that you hold and it keeps hitting people's feet which must hurt that's why people sound really shocked then at the end of the clip the person who's filming the video traps the puck under the foot under his foot and says to the person playing excuse me sir and gives him back the puck an innocent game of air hockey taken too far <laughs> I've I've never seen anyone playing air hockey on a train. Does that happen? That sounds kind of fun. I should give it a go, but no. Um, you are incorrect. It's not people playing air hockey on a train, but you are also partially correct, much like Sean, because you have identified that this what's going on does take place on a train. So is, is that obvious? Somebody else? You know what? Everyone, every every guest that's come in has worked out that it's on a train. I don't know how you've done that, genuinely, because to me it's not that obvious, but I mean, maybe, maybe it is. It must be if everybody's guessed it's in the, on a train. But um, yeah, no air hockey. But Molly says, I think this is in France, and the clip is a video recording of a train. Well, double tick for you there. It is a train, and I think it's France. My guess is that the train hits something, Molly is saying, and it does the emergency brake, and everyone and everything flies backwards. But... Because this is France, nobody really talks to each other about it. There's just that one guy that says, excuse me, sir, because the person who is next to him is now basically on top of him. And then the train eventually pulls into the next station. Everyone gets off as if nothing ever happened. I hope nobody was too hurt. <laughs> I love that image. I think that's such a funny, chaotic picture that you've painted there, Molly. You are not correct. But again, you're getting close. You're getting close. It's not an emergency braking situation. Maybe one person falls over, but not not everyone. Um, there's no emergency braking involved. I was on a bus once when it stopped suddenly, and we were all stood up because it was about to. We were about to get off. Eventually, <laughs> about three of my friends just ended up on top of each other at the front, and it was really, really funny. Um, anyway, that that's a complete uh, distraction. Noah says, I think this clip involves an animal that shouldn't be on the metro. In my mind, it's a video of a massive dog on the metro that keeps slipping around because, you know, the dog's probably a bit confused at being on something that moves so quickly. Like, when else would that happen in a dog's life? So the dog's slipping and sliding and bumping into people, which is why there are loads of gasps because people are shocked at the dog. Then, at the end, someone goes, excuse me, maybe because the dog has knocked over their bag or something like that. And that is the video. It's the story of a big slippery dog. Well, I can inform you, no animals were involved or harmed in the making of this what's going on. It's not a dog, but you, you've all got the rough idea. It is on a train, and it's everyone kind of trying not to react. Basically, there's a guy who's running to get on the train. The doors are closing, but he's like, no, not today. So he runs at the train, but basically just gets caught in the doors. So they like close, and he's like in the middle, and he gets caught in the doors. They obviously reopen once he gets trapped. And so he basically stumbles into the train after the doors reopen, and he just falls over, like flat out, out cold, on the floor. And everyone's like, oh my goodness. Um, and like, there's one guy that sort of gathers around, like sort of, tries to like check his pulse and he's the one that says are you okay excuse me sir whatever it was uh he's the the good samaritan that's checking up on him and then after the, that little clip ends he does get up and then immediately falls back over again so i think he might have given himself some kind of concussion by getting trapped in the train doors but that is what's going on for today well done for working out that it was actually in the train well done to you all have some have some points and that is the end of the show thanks for listening lovely to be on as always we'll do it again next week 
weekly mixtape on Friday, this show here, Saturday, 3 till 5, and Miles Rakowski is coming up next. Last song for me today, Lil Nas X. That's what I want. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.